0: A couple of weeks ago, we made a podcast called Habits Versus Lifestyle. In that podcast, we had a particular view on habits, how they are compulsive. We determine habits into good and bad habits, and then we compulsively sort of follow them in a mindless manner and they take a control on us. Whereas in case of lifestyle, we had a very different view where it naturally happens today's podcast, we want to see habits in a different light. How habits could be helpful, let's say in the example of time management or somebody who writes daily diary as a habit, not as a lifestyle, then how does it really work in that context? In that context, I also want to take time boxing as an example, just a technique of managing time where you allocate time for each activity in a certain manner and into your calendar that goes and somebody who ritualistically, habitually sort of follows that calendar. But that really allows them to declutter their mind. It does not make them think or contemplate or ponder twice before jumping into another activity. So in this podcast, let's discover what habits are and how they can actually free us up. Welcome to Thirteen. Thirteen is a podcast about being and creating. In this podcast, we acknowledge the mundane and celebrate the everyday. Here, we interact, read, and share our experiences with an intent to be and to create. Your hosts for today are Prasanna and myself, Shandesh. Let's get started. Who
1: we are is what we repeatedly do. Now, this is a typical quote which is uh, credited to Aristotle, if I am not wrong, but I am not sure who is the original uh, author of this quote. That is not important also, but who we are, what we repeatedly do and thus excellence or perfection or uh, uh, achieving any new heights becomes a possibility or a function of our habits is a very clear cut, I think, understanding. So I completely agree with you, Shantish, when last time when we discussed about habit from a compulsion standpoint, that's a different outlook towards looking at habit and nothing right and wrong about it but still something which is done under compulsion uh, puts stress on you so that was the idea there but that said we never want to discount the advantages one gets based out of doing things on a regular basis on a repeated basis and of course when we say repeated you will be mindfully doing it which means you will be course correcting yourself you will be adding new elements to it you will be trying to keep the excitement and the liveliness and the freshness of that habit ongoingly not to make it like an automated thing otherwise it will be automated so if something is to be automated like sending a email uh, for a birthday now that can be automated or that can be done with personal wish and personal touch so if you automate it it will send a reminder or a uh, email to your friend saying that it is his or her birthday and the wish will go along with some good animation but you can give a personal touch also to that automation. So I think that is where it is when it comes to making habits. And when we are specifically looking at habits like timeboxing, I would like to share my personal uh, touch on that or view on that, that when it comes to habits like writing or reading or learning new things, if one can timebox them, which means there is not going to be any distraction. There is not going to be any notification. There is not going to be any other conversation happening during that time other than the focused activity for which you have time boxed yourself. I think that adds tremendous value because distraction takes away almost whatever you have been doing to a very different level. And uh, it is something which I have seen that it, one of the most ignored kind of uh, uh, hurdle in today's world. We talk a lot about attention span being lesser and lesser, but very few people focus on the topic of distraction and how that can be avoided.
0: Mm. And I'm just kind of looking at the term habit in the context of time boxing itself that we are talking about. Now, when we say good habit or bad habit, when we fall prey for that compulsively, uh, be it smoking a cigarette or uh, alcohol or behaving in a certain manner, we almost compulsively do it. And if we don't do it, we don't feel satisfied from inside, gratified from inside. When it comes to, like you said, in case of time boxing or the term habit building, it takes a conscious effort. So it's not a natural flow. So I'm just wondering, is time boxing a habit in this context or is distraction a habit and time boxing is a way of getting out of that habit?
1: I think that's a very interesting take on the whole thing because distraction has become our habit. So after every few minutes or few seconds, if I I may go and say so, we want to touch and see our screen on mobile. Is there a new notification? Is there a new message? If, or...
0: if we are even like idle for a few seconds and you don't have anything to do, nobody is talking to you. You suddenly reach out to your pocket, take a phone out and unlock it.
1: Absolutely. So what you say makes a lot of sense. So that has become our new habit or addiction, whatever word we want to use. And then uh, time boxing is kind of taking us uh, uh, conscious efforts to move away from that distraction. So move away from that habit. So it's a very fantastic take, I would say. Mm.
0: The reason why I bring this other side is because I maintain a calendar and I have tasks listed down for the day. Uh, not necessarily that I follow, but the day I with intention bring rigor and intensity to my tasks and one after the other, if I consciously keep moving, only then I can actually accomplish those. So I'm not habituated to that, but I can do that. But I can easily get distracted and believe me, without mobile phone also, if there are series of books lying around or uh, a few newspapers laying around or uh, somebody to chat with, or interact, or sit in a coffee shop. I can easily get distracted with so many things, and I have to really make a conscious effort to stick to my calendar, to stick to my uh, uh, tasks at hand. And and that I can see in certain day, on certain days, uh, I let myself a little bit loose uh, because I have that free space. And on some days, I kind of bring that intensity. And that bringing intensity requires a conscious effort, even after so many years of maintaining calendar does that happen with you as well
1: Prasanna? no absolutely so uh, i definitely agree with you so distraction is not always the way the kind of examples which we gave whether it is mobile phone screen notifications but even within work which might not be distraction but more of a digression you can say which happens and then you get into a very different rabbit hole so say for example i am studying on one particular topic say transformative learning now transformative learning is a topic which i am interested in i want to bring it in my organization so i keep working on that what happens with that is I get into one particular concept or idea and then I am digressed into that idea and then I as I said get into the rabbit hole of knowing more and more and more about it and after some time I realized that of course I had done time boxing but the time is now spent on a tangential topic I would say not completely off topic and sometimes and many a times that helps because it brings new ideas It you start looking at the topic differently uh, but then whatever you have planned for that day may not get accomplished.
0: And so how does one then take charge of their own activity, considering again, time boxing as an example, uh, is every time conscious effort bringing, uh, also a painful exercise then?
1: Yeah, because I think that's again, comes back to the same uh, topic, which we had discussed in the past, that if we try to make it too much of a, uh, uh, goal oriented or, um, uh, going on a fixed track, the fun part of it is lost to start with. Mm -hmm. And then also you're kind of in distraction. So there is fragmentation of uh, things because one side you are continuously looking at time and bringing back your topic on the other side, you want to learn something in a very creative and very uh, innovative approach with a innovative approach. So my point is, it brings a little bit of fragmentation. We need to see what can be done. May not have an answer right now, but I get your point
0: you said in your uh, last statement that bringing goals and working towards that removes the takes away the fun part of it and i can completely associate with that because having setting those goals and accomplishing or running towards accomplishing those goals is a game we consider and therefore it must be fun but that in my view also is sort of an illusion whereas When I time box, if I am setting certain tasks for those days, the goal is not to accomplish those tasks. The goal is to follow that time schedule. And you may not be able to complete the entire task in that set time. So the next time you allocate a little longer time for a same or similar activity, but you sticking to that and playing that game, uh, bringing that intensity may not be fun or instantly gratifying at that moment. But when you ponder upon when you're lying back in the bed uh, uh, retiring for the day, uh, you have a sense of tremendous satisfaction for those days.
1: I agree and then also we need to bring the aspect of flexibility and pragmatism into this because say for example at nine o'clock today I am supposed to do a client presentation and of course I have done the time boxing till eight o'clock so that I get sufficient time to be prepared and come to the presentation and if by eight I am not able to complete so I have to be flexible in understanding what else can be done or what can not be done today so all those understanding and also uh, I would not say uh, compromise but then make sure that Uh, we make the best out of whatever time we have. So that is my point. So there will be some deliverables. There will be some timelines uh, which we cannot ignore. So in a practical world, we need to also bring that into consideration. Yeah.
0: And uh, if we just go out and talk to young professionals, I'm sure 8 out of 10 professionals would have tried using a calendar or would want to use a calendar but are failing. And here I wanted to also see why they fail. One of my point of views. Uh, in my initial days also, is that with calendar, we associate certain tasks with tasks, we associate accomplishing them. And therefore, there are goals. And when we don't accomplish those goals, we fall off the wagon, we immediately blame ourselves, we feel that this calendar thing is not working, and so on and so forth. The other thing is with calendar, there is a sense of pressure. and, And the moment you don't accomplish those tasks in that thing, or you don't Follow that regimen because there are while working, particularly if you're working in an office setup with a team, when you, are, you you have dedicated a time slot for this, something immediate and important and urgent may come into that and disrupt that space. And that time you suddenly get disturbed and you take that activity and then you go on to something else and then you go on to something else. And then we start believing that probably, you know what, time boxing and these, all these kind of fancy things are only for people at a higher management level, not for uh, a bee worker like me. And that is where it starts sort of falling apart. And within a week or so, people are off this sort of activity of maintaining a calendar or planning their day ahead of, or planning their week ahead in advance. Uh, what I feel is the moment I let go of these apprehensions that Managing my time is only to bring intensity and not to really, uh, you know, accomplish things. Took off the weight first thing, and then allowing myself to accommodate new activities which come into it suddenly. Like just yesterday, there was some urgent work which came from another site, and I had to manage that. Uh, Being okay that you can break your created schedule for the day and amend it in an ongoing manner takes off that burden and that perhaps allows us to do. And in several domains where we want to cultivate a so-called habit, we want to develop that. We fall off that because we set higher expectations out of it, whereas it's actually only bringing intensity and not expectations. Your thoughts or your experiences that you could share as well.
1: Yeah. So my take on this would be that when it comes to time management or task management for that matter, because that is what we'll end up managing. So that particular task also has to be seen in the context of effectiveness and efficiency many times. People who are struggling with time and completion of the task don't observe the effect. Don't focus rather on the effectiveness and the efficiency part. Efficiency in today's world is being talked a lot about, and there are things which are done. Like for example, there are good applications, trackers, habit trackers, and all those things which can help person. Or even within a task, also there are new softwares which are coming. The uh, RAM capacities increase. So all those things help people in bringing a little bit of efficiency, at least if not more. But when it comes to effectiveness, I think that's a personal take and everyone has to be cognizant of what is it that going to matter because I have seen people who spend almost their entire day in doing activities which are not going to be effective they consider that doing this will help them in achieving it because it is their conditioning understanding whatever you can say educational uh, uh, lookout whatever but then they keep doing that and the outcome is that could have been done in very lesser time. I have seen that multiple times. I have seen people spending times on emails, something. I like was writing. thinking
0: of the same exactly. <laughs> yeah.
1: For four, four, five, five hours, writing an email, I have seen people writing long emails, which in fact are counterproductive. People don't read those emails then, and then the action is not taken, which could have been done in a different way, in a much more <laughs> effective way. <laughs>
0: writing long emails is one thing. Then copying a bunch of people who do not require to be on that list and making them read those long emails is another thing that happens.
1: Yeah. absolutely
0: yeah so i was trying to kind of assimilate the conversation in a nutshell is that if we have to call this as habit building let's say in the context of time management itself or time boxing or whatever we call it it's it's actually a personal culture that we are trying to build it's actually we are trying to break the habit of distraction we are habituated to get distracted very easily to lose focus But we are building a culture within ourselves. And it takes a lot of effort to do so. Unlike uh, other sort of habits which naturally come in a sort of a compulsive way. So I'm kind of trying to look at it from that point of view. Now be it writing in your diary every day or be it managing your time or be it eating healthy food or going for a run at a scheduled time or whatever that could be. It is a personal culture that we are aspiring to build, not a habit necessarily, bringing that shift. The other shift is of not making it again a game, a goal oriented game, but just bringing intensity to this task at hand or this culture at hand and not thinking about it. If I do this for three months, what will happen and running towards that. That takes away the air out of it, takes away the burden from it, and it allows us to amend and accept it the way it is and work with it rather than towards it. I think these two aspects are the key of building a culture. And whenever we follow these, uh, take away the expectation uh, and, and just bring intensity and think of uh, doing this one task at a time, it, it actually allows us to free from getting into another rabbit hole. So your final thoughts on that before we complete.
1: Yeah, so when it comes to the culture, which is more of a manifestation of what we do before even that, and I think this will be the topic which we can take in future, maybe sometime is to look at why do we get so much distraction in our life? Why do we bring or pull distraction in our life? Maybe Maybe we need to consider that we don't want to be with ourselves. Maybe we want something to get engaged into we want something to keep us busy with. Because otherwise, if you see real in real life, uh, the kind of work we do the kind of tasks which are there in our hand, are they really something which are going to take 24 by 7 for each one of us? Absolutely not. We want to keep ourselves busy. So we devise certain things which keep us busy and we engage into that just to give an example and leave it there is look at the conversations which happen on WhatsApp groups, whether it is family, friends or school WhatsApp groups, I have seen people spending almost, what, six, six, seven, seven hours and then arguing and then counter relating to their arguments. They bring data from the internet and they support their argument. So people have time. So (laughs) the problem is how to spend that time. So then Mm. we devise distractions.
0: And like you rightly said that we are not okay to be with ourselves and therefore we probably create distractions. And I feel that that could be a key. So next time, whenever we are alone or we do not have anything to do, consider actually not doing anything and just be with yourself and see if we are okay with that and just to observe that. And if we are able to manage through that without actually getting distracted, but by being with ourselves, I think something new may open up
1: absolutely no, i was just adding that if i start doing what you suggested if not anything i will bring lesser distraction in other people's life around me <laughs>
0: yeah and with that we complete our today's podcast thank you for listening for more such podcasts and daily writings subscribers on creating13.com that is creating13.com we request you to share this podcast with your friends and family and anyone who may be interested in such topics Your sharing will only help us to reach out to people and to serve our cause. You can follow us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. We've put the links in the description. You can also listen to our podcast on your favorite podcast platform now. We hope that you've enjoyed this episode and we wish to have you with us again next week for listening a new episode. Until then, take care.